0: hey julie hey julie welcome to hey julie a podcast about big brother my name is brett
1: i'm danielle brett you got a haircut
0: i got a haircut yeah so
1: i I went out in the car got a haircut say anything
0: well your hair is in the the frame that i see your hair still goes below the frame (laughs) so you could have cut it it could have been obviously. Obviously, <laughs> you got layers, but you could have cut it from it could have been six feet long and you could have cut it to only being four feet long and I still wouldn't have caught the difference because your hair is long and it goes below the frame.
1: It was, listen, to be fair, it was a su- it's a subtle cut, but I, it feels very dramatic because my hair was so long.
0: I don't know if you've noticed anything about me. Uh, me. I mean, you obviously noticed my haircut. Yeah, um, so I don't anything know. Anything about my aura? seem different to you today?
1: Mm, did you get a massage?
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what I did was I bought on tarjay.com, I oh. bought a cold brew maker.
1: Oh. It is like
0: a carafe that you put coffee grounds into and you just let it soak overnight. And then with, with the, fill it up with water, of course. And then you got some cold brew for those hot Los Angeles Septembers. Wow. Let me tell you what. I had a, like a half a glass like two hours ago, and I can see Neptune right now. Oh, I am, my God. I'm am, I am hyped up right now. I apologize if I'm talking a mile a minute here. But You're raring to go. I'm ready to go. There's like a little bit of – I don't think this is going to end. Whatever it's going on in Big Brother, I don't think it's going to end very well. But I think of we have probably it. our most interesting week in yes. – Big Brother 22, mostly what's been going on the feeds, the what happened in the show on Sunday night is kind of a precursor to the more interesting stuff that's going on in the feeds. So we're going to breeze through the episode on Sunday. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the feeds because that's what is to talk about. This week,
1: Yeah, so just right off the bat, this is a spoiler episode because <laughs> we didn't, neither, I mean, I watched the first 15 minutes of the episode trying to get to, so that I can have something to talk about for this podcast. I don't, Brad, did you watch, you watched some of it. I watched, watched the full
0: episode. I watched okay. the full episode this afternoon.
1: Okay. But I've been keeping up on the feeds. Oh, yeah. And, and they're lit. And so I'm excited. And we also have a really important commercial to discuss this is, oh yes we just got a full show ladies and gents so let's get right into it so what do we need to talk about about sunday's episode wall comp wall comp endurance the rain they're hanging off of that thing who falls, day falls off immediately yeah <laughs> the first. which you bomb. texted
0: me about because we were i think we were watching a little bit of this at the same time yeah but we get a little bit of insight a little bit of dr insight into that Christmas. Oh, sorry. Dang. Dave with the fake tears. Um, oh, I'm a so bad at comps. I'm Meanwhile, amazed. Friday, I go on a damn fucking rant about yeah. how bad she is at comps. She fooled me, first of all. Yeah. 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 So we'll we'll, we'll come back to that rant I did a little bit later in the podcast.
1: Okay. Yeah. It was a good move on her part because, yeah, she's right. They all think she's really bad at comps. We all think she's really bad at comps. And you know what? Why stay on in the miserable... The thing that sucks is now she's a have-not, but why say hang on to that miserable wall in the cold when you could be cuddled up in a blanket, glaring at everyone else? Her best friend just went home. Yeah, play up being weak and alone in the game. Perfect fodder for what happens later in the week.
0: Do you know who's not a have-not this week? Danny. Memphis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Memphis? (laughs) Like... Memphis is playing, that's the thing. Even though he's obviously, like, annoying. Well, he's not even, he's not annoying. He's, like, not who I want to win. He's a villain. But he's, I have to respect that he just is playing his own game. He's playing this game by his own rules. I
0: I really don't like spending time with him. I I really feel like I would, in addition to him being boring and shitty to watch, Mm -hmm. I find him quite repulsive as a human being. Uh, I really don't think I would have, I would get along with him in real life at all. But I kind of respect the lazy dad game like game that he's playing, yeah. the sort of like, all right, I have a uh, car full of groceries. I don't mm-hmm. care how heavy or impossible they are, I'm going to carry them from the van <laughs> into the house in one trip, one even trip, if baby. even if it kills me. Yeah. I got to play this wal comp. but I don't want to be a have-not cuz I have not, I'm a 42-year-old man. I got a bad <laughs> back. I'd rather oh I'd God. need to sleep in a real bed. So I'm going to muster enough strength to get past the have-nots portion of this competition. Then I'm going to fall off because he, I'm a dad and I'm tired.
1: Here's a question for you. Yeah. Is Memphis even 40? <laughs>
0: uh <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was like 36. Oh, I think he he's is. in his 40s. Now I have to look this up.
1: I think you need to because, you know, Memphis, his whole shtick is he's grandpa, right? (laughs) But is it possible that Memphis is only two years older than us? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Danielle. How old is he? He's 37. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 33. I knew it. Jesus.
0: Oh, my God.
1: He's just, you know, he's from a different part of the world, Brett.
0: He's from a world where if the the market wants shrimp and chicken, they're going to have shrimp and chicken there. Because
1: he's a restaurateur. Like, that changes you. He wants to go to bed early. I do relate to that. Listen, at my tender 32 years of age. Oh,
0: yeah. Such a babe.
1: Yeah. I relate to wanting to go to bed. So Memphis is out, too. David is out. Ian's out. Everyone, out, everyone's
0: hold on. out. Everyone's out, and then we we got a question about this that we need to address yes. before the end of the competition. I got
1: so excited
0: about this question. At Lil Duck sent in this question. <laughs> Great name. I just want to hear you both talk about the sex sounds during the wall comp. <laughs> so we're getting to the end of the comp, and I'm I'm kind of watching this. I'm kind of paying attention. I'm kind of doing other things. And I heard sounds that <laughs> awoke something inside of me because let's be honest. I'm not living that hashtag newlyweds life. I'm living that hashtag single in the choir life. I heard sounds that I, I I'll i be honest, I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> and it was I don't know. It was, it was transformative to me. I feel like I went through puberty all over again. <laughs> How did you feel about Danny Donato,
1: mm.
0: um, you know, Brianna. reaching down within herself and finding pleasure in the pain, so to speak?
1: <laughs> well, I think you hit the nail on the head because we got this question and I, this is the, this is when I ended the episode. I only watched 15 minutes. so I watched. <laughs> you heard the sounds
0: won. and you were out.
1: Well, no, I just, like, I didn't find them that dramatic (laughs) because I was considering all the pain she was in. And so I think it is, I think it's, like, people are extra frisky and horny because they're in the core. And they're looking into this a lot more than I was. I was like, it sounds like she, yes, she's groaning. Yes, it does sound that way. But it didn't strike me as particularly intense, to be honest.
0: I mean, but... But they included it They included the moaning And the groaning like, That was They
1: were throwing you a bone That was them saying We know how everyone's Feeling at home
0: Oh yeah So well, here's
1: some Here's some ASMR Danny in pain To help I, uh, you all through
0: I was very I was very surprised by it And Just you know I was I
1: this was sent
0: an- to a new place I was, I.
1: This is an 8pm Family show Yeah Someone's gonna write a letter To CBS about including that
0: in the show. Yeah, I'm gonna write a letter.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. I got my groove back, so to speak.
1: But you know, that's me. I didn't, this didn't get me that excited and I didn't pay attention that much <laughs> to it. Unlike something else that Brett sent me. Which okay. Is a trailer that played or a commercial that played in yes. this sh- during the show. That I didn't get because I'm in Canada, and I also didn't watch
0: the whole episode. Yeah, I'm watching the episode. I'm watching the replay, and I see a trailer for. I lo- and I love. We discuss on the show. I love the. <laughs> I love the CBS promos. Whether it's the unicorn, whether it's the final season of Hawaii Five O, whether it's meet God the friended me, or
1: whatever. meet the who. <laughs> the Neighbors. The one oh, it's just like, The
0: Neighbors. Well, whatever. With it's... Max Greenfeld and yes. Cedric the Entertainer. Yes. Um, God Friended <laughs> Me, R.I.P. Yes. Bob yes. Hart's Abishola.
1: <laughs> you are the weirdo. <laughs> Got
0: that young Sheldon life. Yes. So anytime, especially during the choir, I I live in Hollywood, baby. I know <laughs> how hard the production calendar is. I know it's it's impossible to shoot stuff. I see a commercial for a new CBS show and I'm watching this. It looks like some sort of crime procedural, I'm not even paying attention, but there's a overweight man wearing a polo shirt. There's the 1996 Olympics. Oh my God, it's Danny's favorite <laughs> historical event. The Atlanta Olympic bombings and Richard Jewell
1: (laughs) Jewell. on the new show
0: Manhunt colon Deadly Games. I'm like, Danielle, did you watch this episode? And she's like, I live in Canada. I don't get the same ads as you. And I did watch the episode,
1: but I sent you the
0: trailer. Danielle, what do you feel about? How do you feel about this? Well,
1: so because we had to start recording, I didn't watch the whole trailer, but even but, I mean, Brett didn't give me any info to start off with, so...
0: Why would I? I wanted you to be fresh.
1: <laughs> I watched it, and I was like... It was like <laughs> I was transported to another dimension, because, <laughs> like, Richard Jewell, the movie, has already come out. It came out in theaters, back when you could see movies in theaters. And um, it was nominated, I believe, for some awards. Did Clint Eastwood I've- directed it. Kathy Bates starred in it. Olivia Wilde starred in it. And then and then this... All, John Another Hamm, dimension. Sam Rockwell. This, pardon?
0: John Hamm, Sam Rockwell?
1: Yeah, exactly. And yet, so someone thought, you know what? But let's make this movie too.
0: We just so I like bring this up because if if you don't listen to Hey Julie like during the off months when we do the random podcast to talk about the Ben Affleck movie, <laughs> like this is what we talk about. We talk about Molly's Game and we talk about we actually have some Molly's Game content to bring up with you later. Uh, and we talk about Richard Jewell. Danielle was super excited to see Richard Jewell in theaters yeah, in late 2019. I was like, why? This movie seems reprehensible. But to your point, it's like the whole... It's like when Deep Impact and Armageddon came out in the same year. Volcano and Dante's Peak came out. We now have... Two pieces of Richard <laughs> Jewell content. And they the look- hero America didn't want, but um, the hero America deserves.
1: But they look the exact same. It's like the same actor. It's, it's like the mom who plays Richard Jewell's mom is wearing the same wig as Kathy Bates.
0: No, and- that was uh, Julia Light? Judith Light.
1: Judith, Judith Light? Judith That's Light of,
0: uh- of, uh, of Transparent.
1: And... Like, there was a whole controversy about Olivia Wilde playing the reporter, and the reporter is like a slutty reporter. And, the, and everyone was like, ah, why do reporters always have to be slutty? They did the same thing in this movie. They <laughs> did yeah, the like, same thing in Murderous Intent. <laughs> is man- that what it's called?
0: Manhunt colon Deadly Games.
1: <laughs> <Litterous> Intent. <laughs> <laughs> manhunt deadly games it looks the same we have to watch it we we have to and pot about it and then all right, you also fine. have to watch richard jewel
0: i don't want to watch <laughs> richard jewel all
1: right we're gonna get back
0: to big brother eventually okay did you watch the trailer for the new sorkin joint
1: No, but I did rewatch the scene from the newsroom. I retweeted it.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, that's horrible.
1: I rewatched the scene where they're in the plane. And the guy gets up in the plane and is like, I need to deliver the news. And the the flight attendant is like, sir, please sit down. And he's like, shut up, you crazy woman. I'm a reporter for like ace cable news. And then she's like, if you don't sit down, I'm going to bring out the pilot. And he's like, do it. So she brings out the pilot. It's It's like, who's flying the plane? She brings him out. And he's like, sir, what is the problem? And the reporter's like, so moved by seeing the pilot he's so moved he's like he shakes the pilot's hand he's like i just want you to know sir we got him osama bin laden is dead (laughs) (laughs) and then and then he, he he's like he goes to the rest of the passengers that's right ladies and gentlemen i'm a reporter for this cable basic news osama bin laden is dead We got him, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone starts, like, applauding. And then he goes, that's right. I delivered the news. (laughs) It's amazing.
0: (laughs) I watched every episode of the show, The Newsroom. (laughs) And I don't remember that at all. And I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Like, that is very much something that would happen on that show.
1: I watched – I didn't watch every episode. I stopped, I think, after the first season because I I was hate-watching with a passion – But then I was like, I can't do this anymore. But can you confirm if you watch every episode that the final episode, the middle-aged, white, incredibly uncool anchor played by Jeff Daniels wanders into a garage full of teenagers, picks up a guitar, starts playing it. I do
0: vaguely remember this. The
1: teenagers are all like, whoa, cool.
0: (laughs) Are you that news guy? (laughs) I Man, he can
1: shred. (laughs)
0: Do like the, 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 the fervor at which like men over 50 love just <coughs> playing a blues riff in the garage <laughs> and like wearing sunglasses inside. It's just incredible. It's,
1: hey, listen, it's Memphis in 10 years. Oh, and that's how we get back to Big Brother.
0: No, I got to talk about the Chicago, ch- the, the, the oh, trial okay, of the ahead, Chicago seven.
1: All right, go ahead.
0: I'm I'm trying to appeal to you. You're the person who loves Aaron Sorkin's film career.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Molly's Game. All right, Molly's Game.
0: It. I think is one of the worst movies <laughs> I've <laughs> ever seen. Up.
1: <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> Which is why I won't watch Richard Jewell.
1: It's so good, but is does so Aaron? Does he Aaron direct Sorkin
0: place? writes and directs? Uh-huh. It takes place in the 70s. It's oh. got Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
1: Mm, it's got he been?
0: oh, he's been doing the movie with Jamie <laughs> Foxx on Netflix. <laughs> And it's got Sasha Baron Cohen as like a froed out 70s hippie activist guy, American, Mm. in the 70s. And like, it's like kind of a courtroom drama. Of course. it's just every time he opens his mouth, I kind of expect him to go, "My wife," <laughs> and then the la- like the big, the big like boom, dropping the hammer, dropping the gavel at the end of the podcast or at the end of the 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 trailer is. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like the the uh, attorney with the heart of gold, but who's like arguing for the wrong side. <laughs> and he's like, "Did you like? Did you think that when you were going to the protests that day, you would start a riot?" And Sasha Baron Cohen, who's a fucking worldwide gem, right? Mm. Like he's 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 a good guy. Not does not really do an American accent very well, <laughs> despite being obviously multi talented in sure. terms of the Borat, in terms of the G, in mm-hmm. terms of the Bruno. And he in a very, very horrible American accent is like I didn't think I'd be on trial for my thoughts, man.
1: <laughs> and it was... Uh, nice. <laughs> it was,
0: I don't know. I just... I just thought about you because I know you love... I know you love... Should Aaron we add Sorkin's, that to the
1: Sorkin Movie Club?
0: Oh, yeah. That's going to be a big... That's going to be a big, like, winter Oscar... Oscar really? Classic. Yeah. It looks like
1: it. Wait. Is it on Netflix only? Or it's going to be yeah. in theaters?
0: And, well... I don't know. They I think they changed some of the ed- eligibility stuff, but it's like it's like a big winter Netflix prestige drama film from your right, boy Aaron Sorkin.
1: My boy, I'll check it out. I'll do anything for the writer-director of Molly's game.
0: <sighs> Should we talk about Big Brother?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Sunday's episode, who cares? We got through it. I don't think there are any other questions about the episode itself. More importantly. We have Danny as the H.O.H., and Danny promises on fees that she's not going to put up day. And I mean, well, listen, she held true to her word. Oh yeah. Danny nominates, as we saw, I guess in that episode. Um, she nominates Tyler and Kevin. No. Oh, so Kevin in the and episode, David. right, right, right. Oh my gosh, so much happened.
0: She uh, she nominates Kevin and David, and before the nominations happen, Kevin who. Does not have a relationship with Danny at all.
1: Right.
0: Like, goes to talk to just the usual sort of HOH victim and victim one-on-one. And it's like, Danny, who has never talked strategy with him before, is like, Kevin, like, I have this plan. And like, because you and I really, 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 really trust each other. I like, kind of want you to be the pawn in it. And, and it's just like, <laughs> such a bad sell job from Danny. Kevin, who is just barely holding it together this season. He, he can't really take it. When, when someone has the idea to put use you as a pawn, they're never asking. They're no. kind of telling.
1: And I would be so offended. And I would say, no, I would say, you know what? No, you don't get, I would never be like, okay, sure. I trust you. Fine. If it's for both of us, if it's for me, if it, if this proves my trust for you, I would be like, fuck no, put someone else up. Let them prove it. I would not ever.
0: So, I mean, that's what this whole week is about. So she puts up, and the episode ends with her nominating Tyler. No, I'm sorry, David and Kevin. And it the tease for next week is like David's like, I'm going to use the the power,
1: right? Which was like a very frustrating couple of hours for me reading up on the feeds because she nominate they have the nomination ceremony and feeds her back up. And David and Kevin were nominated. In my mind, I'm like, oh my God, David forgot that he had the power or he didn't remember like how it was used. Or he's like,
0: you know what? I think it would be more useful to me next week or something <laughs> like, like that. You know, Just, I'm going <laughs> to hold on to it for one I, more week.
1: I was so ready for that. And I, I tweeted that like, are we sure that he knows how to use this power? But thank God, David proved me wrong. He made an ass out of me because- he used the power, and Danny had to put someone else up,
0: yeah, so we're we're in spoiler section, oh yeah, I mean, we already said Tyler's name like a yeah. number of times because we were not very good at this. <laughs> so Tyler is the nominee, yeah, and the drama <laughs> unfolds because the competition the veto competition happens the next day. Do we have anything to talk about before that? No <clears throat> and. I am going to eat my words here because Dave Vaughn won veto.
1: Hell yeah, she did. And it sounds like, I mean, right when the fees came back after veto, everyone was talking about how difficult it was. And Tyler specifically is like, oh my God, I had it. And then I m- messed up. I blew it. And everyone's like, you literally blew it. So sounds like it was hard. a so good four day.
0: So. Here is the situation as it unfolded uh, over the next few days. So, that's Saturday. Veto ceremony was this morning, Monday morning. Um, nobody within the commission or the committee or whoever the fuck these people are, whatever yeah. they're called. None of them want <laughs> Devon to use the veto. Davonte's going to use the veto on Kevin. Like, it's kind of one of her only allies left in the house and right. one of the rare times someone in a position w- without power like in, not within the majority sort of whatever alliance or or you know nesting of two or three different alliances has wielded a power in this game other than the one time kevin won a veto and took himself off but this is the first time someone won veto and has a reason to you who wasn't a nominee and has a reason to use it on someone. And both of them aren't really in power in the house. So she wants to take Kevin off and Nicole, Danny, all these people are like, no, p- please, pl- please, please, please do <laughs> please don't use it because we're, we're just going to vote at Tyler and we're just going to vote at Tyler anyways. And they're just fucking bold faced lying to her face right. and they're, Saying this, that they're lying. Like, you know, when she's not in the room, they're like, yeah, we're, we're lying to her. We, we have no of intention. Of, we have an intention of blindsiding her and voting out Kevin. And Nicole, and all these people and Cody, and they've all been having a little hissy fit and a big old cry and a big old sad because one thing is not going to go their way. I love week.
1: it. Uh,
0: and it's been, it's just been. Therapeutic. Chef's kiss.
1: Therapeutic. Yes. You know, and two of these brats, Tyler and Ian, both were like, I'm not. And obviously they're all talk. I like, I'll believe it when I see it, but they're both like, I'm not even going to go to jury. I can't stay there. I'll leave. I don't care about the money. I'm not going to jury all summer, or I guess it's not all the rest of fall. I need to go home to Angela.
0: need my pumpkin spice
1: like, give me a break. What poor sportsman. And this is a past winner, pass and pass America's Babe who almost won. These, yeah. at this point I'm like, these are your men, America? Yeah. These are your winners. These are who you Angela, choose. Angela,
0: come get your mans.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't put... That's why I never stand. Never stand these two. Ever. It's so... Because I can tell.
0: Everyone in this sort of majority group has been having such a fucking sad about the fact <laughs> that one tiny thing isn't going their way. So, like... Danny is kind of without options of people to nominate other than Ian. And they're all just making this point to her. It's like, well, if we don't do this, we're going to have to vote out Ian. It's like, but I thought you wanted to vote out Tyler. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's like,
0: and they're all like making this case to her. Like, please, please, please don't use the veto. We're going to, we promise, we promise we're going to vote out Tyler. It's like, cool. Well, Tyler will still be on the block. You still have every available uh, you still have every option to do so. I'm not taking Tyler off the block. It's easy. It's a super I easy decision. Uh, if you really want Tyler off, then
1: to vote him off, then vote him off. So it just was so good. I watched one clip of Danny. Danny was trying to wear Devon down. You could tell. Like oh, just they having, all were. They were wearing yeah. me down. Yeah, like marathon sessions with her. Just you know, playing around, trying things out, and Devon house-
0: threatening a house meeting. All yeah. sorts of stuff. Threatening doing something crazy during the veto ceremony. Which
1: I was like, listen, you guys know me, I love drama and good mm, feeds. Yeah, I was like do that. it. <laughs> but um. But you watching it is just like Davon knew. She's like, well, if it doesn't, if you're doing out tired I'd rather let me use my. Well, I'd be like, let me use the power. I've never won anything. I want, yeah. I, I want to use it. I want to be on TV saying I just use it. Like I want to show my, do- I would pull the daughter card. I'd be like, I want do- my daughter to see. Uh, Look yeah. at how mommy won. I'm just yeah. gonna save her friends. That's what you would do in a situation, you know? Like I'd play every card. Fuck these people trying to make life easier for them. I'd be like, hell no. If you want to vote out Tyler and he, like put someone else on the block next to him, if it's that sure, I don't care. Don't even. Give me a break.
0: So, uh, I, I, I understand. It's just like a, it's a shitty position because here's here's the thing: Cody's going to win head of household, or Memphis is going to win head of household next week. Like, oh, and yeah. Davon's Dav- like Davon has no other option. She's either going to not use it, and these people are going to make a fucking fool out of her. Which I w- I mean,
1: well, w- oh yeah, okay. Sorry. Davon has
0: no fucking Davon has no fucking intention of being made a fool of. Hell no. No fucking intention. And she's smarter. She is so much smarter than to trust anything these sniveling fucking
1: rats say to her. Yeah. So yeah.
0: she's kind of fucked either way because if she if she doesn't use it, they're going to fucking backstab her and she's going to look a fool, which she has no intention to do. <laughs> and if she does use it, they're, next week they gonna be like, well, you know, you, we asked you to do this thing and you like and and you right. didn't do it. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Dave on. Hey, who knows what's going to happen? Anything like I imagine she'll probably be a target within the next week or so. Sure. When one of these people wins HOH, if not next week, then the week after. Like fucking go out with a blaze of glory. Absolutely. Fucking double birds. <clears throat> Fuck <totally>. these people. <laughs> Fuck what they did to Bailey. Like, and if they want to yeah. vote Tyler out, then they can do it. And if they don't vote Tyler out and vote Ian out, which they're going to do, then they will have shown their cards anyways. And exactly. I mean, I think it's the right, I think it's the right move. Cause at least you're keeping your, your dignity here. And not oh, without you a doubt. Groveling. without a doubt.
1: Listen, Davon, I feel Nicole quite confident saying Davon's not going to win big brother 22, but she has now officially done way better than she has on every other season. Yeah. So we love growth. Yes. And, then, and yeah, at least she's going to go out with her dignity intact. Now, let me tell you, I'm getting this strong feeling. This vibe is powerful. It's within
0: me. Is it I, my? Is it my? My cold brew coffee?
1: <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's. It's like I can see it. This Thursday, H O H. He's wearing the robe. He's sitting in the bathtub. It's David.
0: Yes. Beautiful. I, his smart. time has come. Funny. His David. time has
1: come. I can see it. We need it. Like. That chaos HOH range.
0: Oh my God. The David hoas would be so fucking weird. Well, he would like, nominate Memphis, which would be fantastic. I don't know who he would nominate against Memphis.
1: I didn't have it before, but now, now that everyone has shown their cards... They like Kevin Day and David pretty much get what's going on finally in the house and how they're on the outs and they need to make moves. Now I think is a safe time for David to win HOH and for it to be truly hilarious. So that's what I'm rooting for.
0: My only fear with a, with a David HOH is that he's going to have Tyler in his ear the whole time. And he's just going to be essentially be doing the bidding of Cody and Tyler and Enzo anyways.
1: But, uh, it doesn't, that's fine because he wouldn't put up Day or Kevin. He would have to put up Nicole or Danny, he, right? He would
0: put up Memphis for sure because Memphis, Memphis has been going out of his way to be like so, yeah. such a fucking asshole to, <laughs> I know. to David um, this entire so, time him, under this whole like hazing rookie fucking I know, thing. So,
1: but, ne- but next to him, he would put Nicole or Danny.
0: I, I guess so. And we'll see. And that's
1: a fun, listen, that's a fun week for me. To watch one of those girls against Memphis campaigning and trying to get to... That would be great. I'm fine with
0: that. So, I do want to talk a little bit about Ian here, if you wouldn't mind.
1: Mm, If you must.
0: And (laughs) Frenzel. Sure, sure. Beautiful, pantsless.
1: (laughs) Charismatic. Sexual (laughs) queen. (laughs) Frenzel.
0: Um, He's probably going to go home this week. Um, I, I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to to do an obituary mm. um, later in the week. But you know mm-hmm. what? If you're a news, if you're a news source like we, like we are, mm-hmm. the number one news source for BB Casuals, you write that obituary in advance. So when I, I tell you what I, I know for a fact, New York Times has that Queen Elizabeth obituary oh, yeah. written. It's they just cheating. don't have the day. They just don't have the day written yeah. there. It's called, a she- it's called a shell in the industry you write the shell yeah then you fill in the details when the lady croaks so we're doing the shell for ian's obituary here um what i think he's this is kind of a, a just a bad draw for him like there's not it's kind of an awkward amount of people left in the game where he had no choice but to be that sort of the only person who could go up and because he has one because he doesn't really have any allies in the house other than Nicole Franzel, who is we'll get to in a sec. Like it's a shame to see him go. Cause I think he's likable, but uh, I, I would rather see Tyler. I'd rather see someone from the majority Alliance go, but so you, Listen, you wouldn't be sad
1: to see him go. I will not be sad to see him go. I agree. He's perfectly fine. Like perfectly likable, but he also brought zero to this season. What did he bring to this season?
0: Oh, he did the the Luke Skywalker thing.
1: Yeah, but that could have been anyone.
0: He, uh, yeah. Like, that um, wasn't
1: him. Production brought that idea to
0: this. Like, yeah, no. I mean, he has, a, he honestly hasn't really done anything other than kind of been on the outs with a bunch of alliances. Like, like if Nicole we had,
1: instead of Ian, had a chaotic Josh or. God, or replace just, anybody with Josh. Just. Just something else. I feel like he contributed to how... I'm sorry, to how lame this season has been. Because he's obviously smart, and he's a winner. So he knows what it takes to win, which is lay low. So we got so much laying low the first, you know, five weeks of the show. Yeah. And it's because of players like him. And I just... Uh, like, good for him to... Uh, I just don't care about him. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to muster up something. But... Uh, he didn't play that well, obviously. If he's so expendable to go up on the block, so yeah,
0: no, you're a hundred, you're a hundred percent right. And and I guess I'm I'm a little bit bummed to see someone who is at least slightly worth rooting for leaving the game. Yeah,
1: yeah, I get that.
0: But I guess that's kind of the extent of it. So on the other, uh, you know, related to this, Franzel wants Ian around, and she of is course. like, she is, she's turned into. Hillary Clinton on the trail, 2016. She's out there shaking hands, kissing babies, doing everything. She is trying to keep Ian in this game. But kind of mostly through Cody, which is so weird. It's like Cody really wants to keep Tyler. And she's like trying to convince Cody and, and, and trying to make these numbers happen. And she's been like in a fucking depression Today, I even think someone said on on the feeds today it's like a funeral in the house because Ian's leaving. Someone that nobody has a connection to in the house, other than Nicole. Yeah, and she's just sad and thinks it's unfair that she's losing one of the fucking four meat shields she has in the game.
1: Right? She's doing it a little. She, I get that she probably actually does like Ian and has a connection with him and blah blah blah, but. She's sitting so pretty that she's kind of overplaying her hand here um, in acting. So like this is so devastating to her um, because it's really not that big a deal for her game. <laughs> she likes having another winner because it, it lessened, I guess, in her mind, the target on her back. But I just don't think it's worth all the tears, all the yeah, whining.
0: Isn't that the point of pawns? Like, eventually, right. you do have to lose them in the game of chess. Like or, they, yeah,
1: your shield. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, they do go, and then you have to recalibrate. But she has a couple others. Like, she has Cody. Cody, yeah. She has Danny. Like, she'll be fine.
0: She could turn Memphis into that.
1: Yeah, like, she gets along with him. She made him a very strange-looking pasta dish.
0: Oh, I did not see this.
1: It was a pasta salad. We actually got a question about Nicole's cooking.
0: Oh, maybe we should get into questions.
1: All right, let's do it. So that's pretty much what's been going on on the feeds. Good it's for Jay. day. We're happy for her. Um, and yeah, so next up, there's an episode tomorrow, which is weird, on Tuesday. So
0: I think they're moving the whole week up by a day. I don't know if the eviction is on Wednesday or not, because I think there might be an NFL game on Thursday night on CBS.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's some, or the CMAs or something.
0: Oh.
1: Something. Well, here's a question from Paging Dr. Will. How in the ever loving world has Nicole (laughs) made it this far in her life without knowing it's Raymond, not, I'm sorry. It's ramen, not (laughs) Raven. Also, her cooking is reaching raven levels of what the fuck. So, so
0: they were making ra- ramen and she was like, oh, I'm making up a big batch of Raymond for everybody.
1: Like everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I, I undermined this comment by mispronouncing. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: I'm now more confused than ever. Um, I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Make judgments about regions, because frankly, the Midwest is a nice place. Mm, So true. I've I've been to I haven't been to Michigan, but I've been to Chicago. I've been to Milwaukee. Been to been to some fine towns in America's bread basket and its beer Mm. basket, beer and cheese basket. Yeah, had a good time, but maybe not maybe they don't have the most exotic cuisine in Northern Michigan.
1: Yeah. It's like it's possible. just a
0: lot of mayonnaise and cheese.
1: Yeah, it is possible. And
0: I love both of those things, but sure. I actually bought a case of, on Amazon today of, of uh, uh Migo rang, which is like Indonesian ramen. And it's really, really good.
1: It's, I believe a hundred percent that Nicole is the type of person who. You know, Nicole's going to drink boba tea for the first time this year. And she's going to be like, oh, my God. like
0: (laughs) when did this when did this like become big? Oh, 2003. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Like, I just think she's pretty sheltered. Like, Hmm. I don't even know if this is a Michigan thing. I think this might be a Nicole is sheltered thing, Um, which, hey, happens to a lot of us. Uh, But she seems to like the Raymond. So that's good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Everybody
1: loves ramen. And then the other th- yeah, the thing she was cooking for Memphis was like this spaghetti pasta salad thing, which I've never, I've seen pot, cold pasta salad, but this was spaghetti. I've never seen it in that form. You usually
0: want like a short, like a smaller pasta. Yeah, that's what like I You want like a little, like elbow think. noodle, but penne. But they are, they're
1: working with limited supplies in that house.
0: Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, it didn't
1: look tasty, I'll say. It did not look tasty. Some poor
0: intern's got to go to a Ralph's in Studio Wait. City.
1: Yeah. This is a juicy question that I really want Brett's answer on.
0: We talked about the sex sounds.
1: No. Even okay. better. From at Hamster Wrist, have you watched Angela's YouTube update? If so, what are your thoughts? Because <laughs> I have several. So I just started watching it. Um, and... Wow, it has fifty. So it's. I want everyone to know it has fifty four thousand views, and it's. They have a whole setup in their house, I guess, of like a fake grass wall. It's Tangela like so Inc.
0: millennial chic. It it's so like this millennial. fake ivy wall with the with like the neon sign that says Tangela on it.
1: Yeah, and then the little um board. What I don't know what those boards are called. Oh, like it's not a cork board. Like, yeah. No, but but where you like slot in the
0: little plastic letters and stuff. It's like very urban outfitters display case. Exactly.
1: I am shocked. I am shocked and appalled because I have never seen one of their videos before. And maybe this isn't, listen, this isn't, this can't be Angela at her best. Although I do remember her season. She was also very boring and underwhelming. So maybe this is just her. But she comes into frame staring at her phone with a coffee and is like looking at her phone and is like, well, I don't even I don't know. I'm not that into the show this year. And listen,
0: I screencapped vibes. it and I posted it to the Hey Julie account.
1: Yeah. <laughs> vibes. I relate. Listen, I relate, Angela. But I just is, is this what is enter- like entertainment on YouTube? I don't think so. I follow a couple YouTubers who I think do great content. This is very lazy, it seems to me.
0: It's very like walking into the the job interview and being on your phone and being like, I don't fucking want to work at yeah. Baskin Robbins.
1: Where's the respect for the viewer? Make eye contact with me. When yeah, said, be flashy. Like, <laughs> it's just something like the whole setup to me was very. You know how um, Gen Z on TikTok they've started no, to. Well, I don't. let me give you a little crash course. <laughs> Gen Z. Way cooler and better than millennials. I'm fine with that.
0: I don't care. I'm the same age as Memphis.
1: (laughs) And they know it. And they mock us for all of this, for like this fake flower wall or fake grass wall, this neon sign, this like whole aesthetic they make fun of us for. it, And we deserve it. And I just, because Angela is not that old. I guess she's probably still a millennial. Her and Tyler are probably millennials, but... Um, I'm looking this up. It just feels so dated and lazy. Like, ugh, yeah, babe, we should do a, an at-home studio. Whatever everyone else does, it's fine. Who cares?
0: Angela is 28.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. She's a millennial.
0: Well, so, they, what do the, the TikTok teens do? The TikTok like, what is
1: teens... Their, they just you know make
0: fun of it? Yeah, or they like, make fun of fame? us.
1: And they, ta- they make fun of how vain we are. Because TikTok teens film from under their chin. They're like, Cause, they don't care.
0: Because they're not fat yet. Be 32. Be 32. Be 33. You're 32. You look, you look nearly a day zane. over 18. Look, <laughs> be 33. And you're like, oh, man, that neck is ex- expanding.
1: <laughs> rapidly. A little bit. They are not What is not the TikTok team
0: aesthetic? Like, Bleached it's, hair and tie dye shirt and like looking dirty. 90s. It well, is very it's, a lot of
1: different people, different teens of different 10. things. But yeah. they just, it's it's almost like grunge has had a revival where they don't care. Yeah, they're like, yeah, whatever. My hair is greasy and I have a zit and I'm zooming in on it. I don't care and that's like cool. It's cool.
0: Dang man, well, I have a lot to learn from my children <laughs> who are adults. anyway.
1: So I couldn't watch the whole thing. I only watched about. Because there's nothing worse than watching someone do something begrudgingly or... Also
0: someone who you give zero fucks about. Yeah, like, exactly.
1: I mean, I just... I didn't love Angela, Angela on the season, yeah. so I, it was hard for me to make true. No, it. you
0: took the words out of my mouth. It's like, I don't like Angela. There was like the two weeks where it's like, oh my God, is Angela the best Big Brother player ever? Yeah. Because she sat around and did nothing all season. It was super boring. And then all of a sudden she was like fucking ice queen backstabbing whatever and then she got boring again i kind of stopped watching we
1: had such hope we really wanted her to be our ice queen but no no and like didn't happen yeah i have no desire like
0: the moment she comes on she's on her phone she's bored i'm like this girl sucks she was boring when she was on television two years ago she's not gonna be more interesting on the internet now and she's like I don't want to talk about Big Brother. It's like, well, I certainly don't want to hear you talk about anything else. So <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I don't want to know about what the hot jewelry tips unless, are in, listen, in South Carolina. Angela
1: is talking about Big Brother or <laughs> I honestly don't want to hear her talk about Big no, Brother. No, or Manhunter, Murderous Intent. <laughs> if she
0: fucking starts a, a Manhunter Deadly Manhunt colon Deadly Games pod with us, let's let's get into it. The offer's open, (laughs) Angela.
1: I would have listened to anyone talk about that movie. Okay. At Jersey Fresh 1310 wants to know, what's worse, voting out (laughs) all of the people of color in the house first or creating false trust under the guise of ally, both in the game and what they represent for a week with the intention of blindsiding them and their allies? P.S. Fuck Cody, Christmas, Danny, and Nicole.
0: Oh, I love New Jersey Fresh
1: i know um, wow that's a comment. tough question though what's worse i would say i, th- I would
0: mm-hmm. say the
1: first one <laughs> i would say i actually
0: think the second one because it's like there's the mask on of like there's the there's the bradley whitford in get out sort of like vibe to it
1: or mm, it's like i would have voted for obama again
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's it's very like get out to me, the second one. And it it feels weird because they actually are like trying to make a human connection with her in order to fucking stab her. Whereas the other the rest of it is like, I don't know. Both are pretty bad. I'm not saying one's good and one's bad. I'm saying both are bad. But the stab you in the front. Well, it's like not even a stab you. It's like a stab you in the back. But like trying to kiss you in the front sort of thing
1: sure i'm just trying to is think of it under the in rough. like very intense context of big brother Where in big brother i obviously i love sneaky and backstabbing and and ridiculous gameplay and all of that so there is like the added thing of course about it of um, all the white people being against all the people <laughs> yeah. of color which adds an ickiness if it was if it was them doing it to white people i'd probably love it you oh yeah I mean? well that's fine. Um, Matt may 81 says they're putting Wednesday's episode on Tuesday this week. What is this madness? But in parentheses, he says, I know it's because of the country music awards. I just wanted to participate. Also, I only listened to Brett solo pods on half speed because Danny's laugh at half speed summons. Demons. <laughs> <laughs> then this episode, we better not be listening to half speed. Oh, I had yeah. A lot of chuckles, a lot of chuckles. And then, um, Ninto55 wants to know, since you didn't watch the episode, (laughs) he has our number, or she, um, they have our number. Please guess what David's DR was like after he was nominated. I'm picturing silence and crickets and like, oh, well, I guess I'm nominated.
0: No, it was like a pretty scripted, like, yeah, she nominated me. But what she doesn't know is that I'm going to use the power.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It must be tough. Being David's producer, I mean the, those
0: DRs like at the end of the episode are usually pretty scripted unless you have someone who's like a yeah, really then, high level DR.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because you have it has to be because it has to be a through line of television <laughs> that every idiot, including myself, will understand.
0: Yeah, because it's always, especially on that Sunday night episode, the, the final DRs from the two nominees are always like they don't know that i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna win that veto That's yes, like like exactly. first of all you you aren't um <laughs> and it's like i don't know i want to see someone i want to see someone like cry and be really upset and like not have the words yeah i or like i want to see someone like go off but and not be like but you know what i'm gonna win that's like <laughs> well you don't know that you don't know you're gonna win yeah like it's that's the most boring fucking teaser shit you could do. Like, say something real. Say that you're really upset. Say that you yeah. want to stomp a mud hole. Oh, so you take some me back to prior. That. Yeah, take me back to Big Brother Twenty City.
1: Ugh. Um, guys, thank you for your questions. Oh my
0: god, so good this week.
1: So good, and thank you for your comments throughout the week. We got some good ones. We got a lot of people. Tweeting about Brett's stunning good books, So thank you for that. Someone, um,
0: I did a Twitch stream the other day on my yeah. personal Twitch and someone came in there and did like a Brett, you're beautiful. Oh, um, see, it's
1: cross promotional. I, I hated it. you loved it you got a haircut and everything um guys thank you so much you can always reach us at hey julie bb what a fun week we've had the feeds were lit davon won something who knows let's keep this party going um super excited we'll probably be back uh we'll we'll be back this weekend at some point
0: yeah like friday i don't honestly i have no idea what day the the eviction ceremony is is that on is the country music awards on wednesday or oh. is that on Thursday, and they're moving the whole week up? Who knows? I think they're I moving
1: the week up. So we'll be chatting. <sighs> yet again. We'll be, Ye- we'll be hitting you guys up with a new episode. If the soon. podcast
0: is delayed, I want you to blame country music. Yeah, exactly. Audience
1: and Richard Jewell.
0: Richard Jewell.
1: Uh, he was a hero. <laughs> we needed two movies to prove it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, bye, Julie.
0: Bye, Julie.